Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Preseason hype show, let's go! Uh, Undefeated! <laughs> the Denver Broncos may never lose with Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. Well, they have never lost. It's true. Russell Wilson, too, mm-hmm. undefeated as a Denver yep. Bronco. I'm, I mean, I don't know if you guys can tell. We are hyped. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Riled up. Oh, yeah. We're not tired. We're not, like, baking in this room no. at all. No. Um, just great vibes. Yep. Spring chickens. Let's go! All that, all the good stuff. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so pumped here. At 10.43 p.m. on a Saturday night, you hear three guys rowdy. You probably think that something else is going on outside of just a preseason Broncos 17-7 to win, baby. Wow. All 17 points. I cherish each and every one of them the same. Yep. Uh, wow. I love them no all. Favorites. I love them all individually. Not the Kendall Hinton one, just a little bit more. No. Mm-mm. Wow. Um, but I don't love them as much as I love all seventeen of the Cowboys penalties. That, Even more. I think there was twenty. There was only seventeen officially um, oh. because three were declined. Oh wow! <laughs> I was so oh. sad when they declined the last one. I wanted to be able to say they had more penalties than the Broncos had points. Um, Yikes! But, yeah, the Cowboys. The Cowboys bad are they bad no uh, well, i don't know i don't know, know. I don't know. I, I, I on I thursday don't, yeah yeah i don't want to defend the cowboys here but i think there's a little overreaction to uh to a team being bad when they didn't play their starters no i know i i, I like i was mostly basing the fact that they were bad on thursday and then like horrific today the mike mccarthy should be fired. Fired now. <laughs> remember, I remember a couple of years ago we joked about Vance Joseph being fired after coaching the Senior Bowl yep. because, like, how do you lose when you have the best quarterbacks in yep. the Senior Bowl? And I told and, you I recently heard a scoop that the Broncos front office was like legitimately freaking out over that senior bowl game as they should have been yes. yeah and a sign of things to come john was like shit i shouldn't have slept on the that's, decision. that's legitimately the, what was the, happening on the decision um there should be similar conversations with jerry jones right now i love in Dallas. this i love this i want to pile on the cowboys so bad <laughs> but i'm sure the people are here uh to hear about the broncos mm-hmm. yeah uh and so there's probably a few people here to there's Dallas, a Lander. there was like legitimate things to note and be excited about i actually went uh new school with my notes tonight because i could have my laptop on my lap so i'm like i'm gonna take notes on my laptop i i will say that is better than writing them down and then how is it just having them in your phone right now it's I nice. Mean, just it's, scrolling one hand right now. Yeah, I mean, don't I feel even like, give me the the <laughs> high raised voice. It's nice. It's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, but there was things to note tonight, and uh, some guys stood out. Um, 
a lot of a lot to discuss, honestly. Um, so let's start here. I want to go like preseason is all about overreactions. Just like us, we mm-hmm. just fired Mike McCarthy. Yeah, um, exactly. So let's start. I want your. We'll start here. I want your biggest positive overreaction of the night, Zach. Mike McCarthy is going to make a great babysitter <laughs> for Nathaniel Hackett's kids. Um, no, but seriously, Josh Johnson's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> but but seriously, Baron Browning can, can flat out play. Uh, and I know yeah, he today, can play like a lot of plays. Yes, uh, <laughs> too many plays, I'll tell you what. Uh, but I actually think tonight, them playing him so many plays was kind of goes against the grain of what you think when you see a player playing a full game. I think it was them saying, we know Barron can play, and we want to get him ready to play week one and potentially be the starter. So I think that's what they were doing there. You kind of make a scared noise. I agree with you, Ryan. I I wouldn't have done it either. But sometimes you're like, why is this guy playing so much when, one, we know he's good, which we knew about Baron Browning coming into this, and, two, he's actually balling in the game, too. He's done everything he needs to. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, hmm, is there something going on behind the scenes that's a little bit of a punishment, a little bit of an embarrassment? No, I think it's the complete opposite. It's they know he's going to be a baller. He does not have a lot of reps at outside linebackers, so they want to get him as many reps as possible. Totally. Uh, and, and that's my overreaction, too, the positive one. Hold is there- on, hold on, hold okay. on. Both of you are coming in way too soft with these overreactions. Baron Browning can play is not an overreaction. That's just a fact. <laughs> We've never seen it in a game oh at outside linebacker. It's true. It's true. Uh, I think the overreaction is like Baron Browning um, over five sacks. For the season? That's yeah. overreaction? Yeah, that's an no, underreaction. That, that, that's what the hell? coming in weak. That what? Was, you're you're telling us that's when he came week? back? Yeah. So, okay, all right. So give me a number. Um, overreaction is 10. Overreaction is a Pro Bowl. Okay, see, now you're overreacting, guys. That is an overreaction. This is what I had to do to pull it out of you guys. No, no, no. I already gave you two overreactions. What did you think we were saying? I I, I mean, so you're saying starting outside linebacker. Um... Mm, Randy That's what I thought a week ago. So five sacks for a backup outside linebacker is a great season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. We'll get his time, though. Like, I feel like... What we were saying is probably at least five. Here's the thing. It all depends on Malik Reed. Are the Broncos trading him? No. Then he's fourth on the depth uh, chart right now when Randy Gregory's yeah. healthy. Okay. And that's that's where I'm saying, like, five sacks would be really good, I think. Yeah, really good. I wouldn't yeah. say that's an overreaction. Okay. Um, We're just going to beat each Henry, other's overreactions Yeah, exactly. Down. Henry, you want to Baron Browning is better? the child of God. He's the next coming of Jesus. And, wow. Well, I don't know. There we go. We got you that part like, of You sound like Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's out of the way. He's so good. Like he, that first play, he got into the backfield. Yeah. Like it's just this, it, they weren't, it was like Set an inside zone run. And he just came around the outside and stopped it. Yep. Like a tackle for loss there. He had the sack. He's living in the backfield. And weird that he played as much as he did. That was a total surprise. Um, and I mean, it would have been nice if they pulled him at halftime because as you pointed out, the second half, not quite as good as the first half, at least not as notable. But he was doing everything you could want. And I don't know. I'm, I've talked myself into him playing that whole game. Because the truth is, he is a very inexperienced linebacker who played third downs outside in college and didn't play any outside last year, for the most part, I guess. So why not? Why not give him all those reps? Hmm. Okay. Uh, my positive overreaction is that this offense is going to be awesome. Um, mm. And maybe, is that is that not overreacting enough? 
Um, I think that's just a ridiculous reaction since you had two <laughs> starters play. I know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and it, that's exactly why it's an overreaction uh -huh. because I'm using simply play calls mm -hmm. uh, for mm -hmm. my whole reaction here, and that's why it's an overreaction. But I, like, I really love the way that Nathaniel Hackett designs pass plays. Um, I think that it is innovative. It makes sense. There's guys running wide open, and I realize that happens a lot easier against twos. Um, but I just I saw several plays out there tonight that I was like, that is a purposefully designed offensive play call that makes yeah. all the sense in the world. Yeah. And that shouldn't be something that gets me so fired up, but it has been a while since I've been able to say that. So, like, Nathaniel Hackett, in the same way that Josh Johnson, king of the game, got in a rhythm – uh, and we could bring that up here in a second. Nathaniel Hackett got in a rhythm at one point, and he was just like, bang, 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 bang. Great play, mm -hmm. great, great play call, great play call. Open receiver, open receiver. Uh, and I thought it was really cool to see those two together adjust to each other and get hot. And it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing things that aren't on the field right now, but I'm imagining th these moments like, oh, Russell Wilson has completed 13 straight passes, you know, like those things coming together because of the way that I thought Nathaniel Hackett really got into a rhythm there in the second quarter. Okay, and I'll give you another one. Kendall Hinton is the Tim Patrick replacement. Oh. Uh, and obviously he's not his size, but he is going to be Mr. Reliable. Uh, I know he didn't catch one of them today, but the touchdown he had was great. He had some other catches, which were really good. And these quarterbacks, especially Russell Wilson, what I've seen this past week, are going to trust him to be the guy to catch the ball on third and seven. They're going to turn to him. Now, is he going to make the incredible route routes like Jerry Judy? No. Is he going to make the incredible Moss catches like Cortland Sutton? No, but you'd never looked at Tim to be the guy that would make the most wow play. Now, Tim would come up with those occasionally. We saw it against the Dallas Cowboys last year in the regular season, but Kendall Hinton not only going to make the team, but he's a Tim Patrick replacement this year. I like that. I a couple of drops during camp scare me a little me too um i'll go uh, uh in the receiver room as well jalen virgil makes the team jalen virgil as my I, overreaction again yeah, overreaction overreaction the thing is like i feel like he didn't even separate himself because because like brandon johnson was out there making ridiculous plays it's true uh, seth williams was out there with a the big touchdown the other stuff like i felt like maybe a couple of guys came out of the competition to make the roster but i don't think anybody at the top Except for Kendall Hinton, who is already kind of in a different category. I don't think anybody else really separated from the rest. Okay, how about this for an I just think the combination then? of speed and athleticism is what separates Jalen Virgil for me. But, again, he was the last one out there, so there's a reason. You know, he's catching yeah. passes in the fourth quarter, whereas Brandon Johnson's doing it in the second. How about this? George Payton flips two receivers for day three picks. Okay, there we go. All right, again, all overreactions. <laughs> and I definitely want you guys to know this when I say this one. Uh, I want to get your guys' negative overreaction to the game, and I hate to do this, but I'll start. Uh, the Broncos, well, the Broncos could be in trouble at inside linebacker, mm. and it's it's so weird to me that, and and I'll actually come back off this overreaction in a second here, um, but it's so weird to me that you are so cautious with everyone, save for Brand Baron Browning, <laughs> and. Then you brought out Jonas Griffith at a position where I don't necessarily think you can love your depth. And I get it. He's young. He's inexperienced. 
Um, he's going to be a start was was probably going to be a starter for the first time. You know that makes sense to me. At the same time, it's like, don't you look at him as one of those guys that you don't you can't really afford to be losing? That's how I would look at it. That being said, two guys who made my notes, Alex Singleton and Justin Cernat. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys looked really good coming in uh, at the linebacker position. And so that that helps me a little bit. Um, but I just I feel like that was maybe Nathaniel Hackett's first mistake as head coach was playing Jonas Griffiths. Um, what's unfortunate, after the game, he told KOA that he just wanted to see Jonas get a couple of snaps, yep. which is honestly kind of even worse than Baron Browning sending him out there mm-hmm. because in literally those couple of snaps, he dislocates his elbow and mm-hmm. that does not sound like something that he's going to be able to come back quickly from. We'll get more of a timeline in the next couple of days, but that's brutal. That is like, that's just a weird one to even think about. Like dislocated shoulder you hear all the time. Dislocated elbows. Like I, nothing Sounds would surprise so painful, me. And he exactly. looked like he was in a lot of pain. Yeah. yeah. Derek Wolf, who's now very active on Twitter said that's a brutal <laughs> injury. And if really? Derek's saying it's brutal, it's probably pretty painful. Derek yep. uh, retweeting people about how he needs to be on more podcasts. So, Oh, yeah? There in a couple go. weeks from now, we'll have our four-man setback. And, uh, well, I was going to say, Henry, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Derek's going to take <laughs> oh, that goodness. seat. <laughs> I'm the one you'd want to talk to anyway. Wow. Uh, my, my negative overreaction. What did you say you don't want to talk to me? My negative overreaction <laughs> is that uh, Rodney Williams is getting cut. He uh, Who? Wow, the disrespect to the poor man. So yeah. everybody's in the tunnel. They're getting ready to run out. Oh, Russell's out at the front. He's running out. Rodney Williams just runs three steps out in front of Russ and leads the entire team out. You don't do that. Oh. No, I say I say he makes the team because of that. Wow. Russ respects the hustle, the extra effort put in. You 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 know Russ. So wait, Come on, he respects that. Did he realize he effed up? No, he um, went. He went full speed the whole time. Yeah, he was, so he just going. ran in yep. front of Russell Wilson. Yep. Russell Wilson ahead of yeah. number three. There was like a four yard gap right there, and like a two yard gap behind Russell Wilson and everybody else. And oh no, you don't yeah. do that. You yeah. don't do that. Uh, more realistically, though, um, the running game was really, really bad. Like it was yeah. unbelievably bad. Yeah. And again, it probably doesn't matter. And one of the good things about preseason is that you can kind of spin everything to be awesome. Like, oh, look at all the big plays the offense made. Those are going to continue. It's like, oh, the running game sucks, but they have their two running backs and they don't have their linemen. And like, you're not going to use those same receivers in the quarterback anyway. So it is kind of like, does it really matter? Does any of this really matter when you have four different blockers and Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon? Probably not. Um, Albert O blowing that block, the massive blown block that I think was on a third down, that stands out. That's something that is concerning going forward. But, you know, 40 rushing yards... That and sucks. It's, it's it's so much worse when you look at the stats, um, because Stevie Scott ends up leaving leading the team in rushing, but remember he pretty much only played in the fourth quarter. So yep. that is mm-hmm. the worst players on the field for the already bad Dallas Cowboys. Um, look at the numbers for anyone who played before that. Oh yeah, uh, Jaquan Hardy five for thirteen, Max Borgie four for ten. Um, Oh, Josh Johnson. I was like, who's Jay Johnson running <laughs> oh One for three. Mike Boone, three for negative one. That's your guy, Ryan. Uh, Mike yep. Flaccid. Um, wow. <laughs> um, Brett Rippon, two for negative two. Montreal Washington, one, PM on a Saturday night. one for <laughs> negative four and a mouthful of grass on that play. Yeah. Um, At one point, the Broncos uh, ran 11 times for nine yards. I mean, there's eight yards almost carry. as many players in negative yards rushing. As there are in positive yards rushing, it was 
brutal. That being said, I it makes it almost even more impressive that they were able to get the passing game going with mm-hmm. absolutely no threat of the run. And it's an old like uh, Sean McVeighism, which is like you don't actually have to be able to run the ball well for play action to work. Yeah, um, and it did. Yeah, it, it's it certainly did, uh, and that is. One thing that Nathaniel Hackett was very frustrated about after the game, uh, when he was on KOA after the game, he was asked, uh, give me your biggest takeaways. That was the first question. The very first thing he said was the running game has to be much better. Then in his press conference after the game, he harped on that as well. And Nathaniel Hackett was maybe the most upset. He wasn't upset, but the least happy he's ever been. After this game, this was after his first NFL win. Scary. I know it was a preseason game, but 17 to seven, an absolute dominant game from his team. And I think the only negative was one, the injury to Jonas Griffith and two, the running game just couldn't get anything going. And uh, he was playing one starter at right tackle. So this is something that clearly really bothered him. And so to me, that's also my overreaction is I'm scared about this running game because Nathaniel Hackett's scared about it. He could have easily said, we need to do more in the running game. Uh, But to me, that points to these guys aren't picking up the scheme quick enough. And then when it comes to an actual game, it's not translating to the field. Now you hope that your starters who have gotten a lot more reps than the backups are able uh, to, to, to learn it a lot quicker and are already way ahead of these guys. But that is something that really scares me right now because in a real game, when you're playing a real defense, not until week three of the season against the 49ers, uh, that is, is going to be a huge issue if you have Joey or Nick Bosa uh, and that 49ers front rush in the passer and they can just pin their ears back because they don't have to worry about the run. Now, it's obviously a big overreaction. You only played two starters on offense, two starters on defense. Another overreaction is a guy that Henry mentioned, Albert O. I want to like him and cheer for him so much because he's a great guy. The talent as a receiver is there. But man, he got so much blame last year for one of Melvin Gordon's fumbles because he just totally whiffed on a guy and allowed uh, that Melvin to get hit right when he got the handoff. And then again today, when he has just what should be a fairly easy block, he doesn't have to punish a guy. All just he has to, get to do is way. get in get his Exactly. It's on the backside of a fourth exactly. round run. Exactly, yeah. and he wasn't yeah. able to, and it, it, just, it just is so frustrating because I know Nathaniel Hackett has been pounding him for it, and we heard Russell Wilson say uh, just a couple days ago that he's been extra hard on Alberto this offseason to try to get him better, and then you put on the game film and this happens. I, I feel bad for him, but... He can't, he has to be better in the run game. And, and, that, and that was a that was the play action pass, right? Or uh, was it a run? Today it was a run. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, it's like it reminds me of like the f- and I, this is gonna sound overly harsh, but it reminds me of like the first day of football practice, like ever for like kids when they go to tackle and like they just put their head completely down and like the runner can just yeah. like step out of the way mm-hmm. and you know you take your eyes off the, the target and yeah. the target moves and you're mm-hmm. in trouble yeah and it's like that it's almost that's what these plays look like mm-hmm. on film is like he just didn't even see them and they just sidestepped him and you know went right through he's got again that truly that play is just get in their way it's like, terrifying you could like set a pick like in mm-hmm. basketball mm-hmm. like like and it works at this point you have to hope that before the play, he thought, well, they're running the other way. My block doesn't really matter, so I'm not really going to try here. <laughs> like because, so but, but you have to hope that that's what it is because not it's either that or he's like, oh, I've got to go block this guy, and that's what happened. And, and I really do think that he is trying. It's just not working. And at some point, it's like, 
why why would it work in the future if it hasn't yet? Like, how much can you really practice just blocking a guy? Because he's been a tight end for years. Yeah. And that's just it's going it's going to decrease his playing opportunities in the mm-hmm. regular season. They're they're going to feel a lot more comfortable Which putting means... Eric Tomlinson. He's going to say, there. "My boy, one he, for he seventeen. Let's go." <laughs> yep, yep. Dude, have you did you see his picture on the broadcast? Uh, with the beard. It's epic. He looks one hundred percent like an offensive lineman. Like yep. he has full <laughs> on the same exact face as an offensive yep. lineman in this picture. <laughs> yeah. So overreaction. He has more catches this year than he did last year. For sure. Which was one. Yeah, he's got that. He'll have that beat week one. Potentially. Not play one, though. No, well, yeah, maybe. No, nope, nope, no, you even said it. You're just like, no. Well, that's because I think play one's a run. Uh, I'm not. I'll be the least over uh, overreactionary about the run game. I just don't think any of that matters. Um, the All of those guys are scrubs. Sorry. Hopefully not uh, Calvin Except for Anderson. Calvin Anderson, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and even the running back, you know, like you're getting um, backup running backs for almost the entire game. You don't like to see Mike Boone have a long carry of two. Um, but And the drop. And the long carry of everyone is six, which is just abysmal. Mm-hmm. But it just it really just doesn't matter. Like the name's on there. I mean, most people had never even heard of Jaquan Hardy until, we, until I said his name reading it on here. Yeah. Uh, Stevie, Stevie Scott, Scott was mine. That was the one where I was like, oh, his first name was Stevie. I should have known that probably. Yeah, his yeah his name sticks out to me for some reason. And here we go. Jonas Griffith, according to Mike Kliss, is going to miss four to six weeks. So not great, but not as bad as it could have looked. Three? Um, yeah, so worst. missing, uh, likely missing the first week of the season. Could be back, That's though. Okay. I mean, That's the, okay. the, the, the season exactly starts. exactly four weeks. Uh, yeah, the season starts in one month. In minus one day, how would you say that? Why am I missing? I don't um, think there's a word for that. Uh, Twenty nine okay, days. days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, it, that's kind of best case scenario, I would say. Yeah, it, it honestly is for how bad it looked and how much pain he was in and a dislocated elbow. Yeah, like exactly. When I saw it, I just instantly started thinking like, what happened to Josie last year? Or just any of that stuff. I was yeah. just like, what could it be? What could it be? Um, and here's the other thing that I'll go, um, positive spin zone on is like he, his whole game is athleticism. This doesn't hurt his athleticism in any way. Like you worry about ankles and knees and all that stuff for guys who are just freak athletes. This you worry. The the one worry would be like, is it hurt his tackling ability? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which and, is, which is important. Yeah. It is important. Yeah. And he but it doesn't take away like his to get reps for yep. during like in the preseason games also in practice definitely you don't like just throwing him in and coach baron browning has got all the reps he needs let's just <laughs> let, let's learn from the jonas he got all the reps today he stayed healthy sideline him all right let's it, it, yeah it's one of those things that where you think about it, it's like okay so what half 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 the guys on the team at some point in the season wind up with an injury that keeps him out of a game or a couple games or whatever so that means like it happens to 50% of them over the course of 17 games. And it's like, okay, you're playing four games now. Like the odds are that uh, it's, just, it's just this weird thing where in the preseason yeah, you see you Baron Browning, right now, you see Baron Browning in there for like a full game. And you're just like, oh, here comes, he's about to get hurt. Oh, you can't leave him in there. Uh, like, oh no, what's it? And, but realistically, like the odds of him getting hurt are so slim. Did you see Jonas Griffith? I know, I know. Henry. I mean, that's essentially like what happened to Jonas Griffith is like essentially like winning a slot machine on your first try. 
<sighs> no. Did you see what happened to Zach Wilson last night? I know. The, those <laughs> are just... But, that like, it's, it is it is a bound to happen uh-huh. over the course of a season. But the fact that it happens in your second play of the season yeah. is, like... You know, it's like it's an extremely rare event for it to happen in that. Like, it but, happened, but the, it happened to two players in that game. OJ Moody came out fine. But the yeah. thing is, and Darius Turner Yell is being evaluated for a concussion as well. Darius um, Turner Yell, close. Uh, uh, Darian, yes, Delirious, yes, And the 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 thing though is. Wait, what was I? Oh, is these games don't matter. There's a difference with True. an injury yes. happening in preseason yep. as opposed to week one. If this injury were to be week one, the second play, it'd be no. like, man, that stinks. But no. what are you going to do? Yeah. These are ones that you can prevent. The Baron but, Browning yeah. thing, and I don't I don't know. I feel like we're being, we're down on things right now, but it's, I guess it's easier to point out the, some of the like small little things that were bad rather than pointing out like, Jalen Virgil was awesome. We already did that, actually. Uh, but I I hated the Baron Browning thing. Oh, yeah. I hated every second of it. I believe late in the yeah. fourth quarter. Well, he when he got playing. hurt on the punt is when I was like, okay, they finally realized this is insane. Get him out of the game. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure. he was. I knew he was fine. Like, I saw some serious panic on Twitter about him being banged up on that punt. But... I was like, ha- they ha- this has to be it. Like, he's limping off the field. They have to be like, okay, well, let's come to our senses here yeah. a little bit. And then they played him, like, damn near to the last down of the game. I'm just like, what is going on here? Did he Was he late for curfew and his pr- punishment was he had to play the whole game? <laughs> like it felt like. Mm-hmm. It, it was wild. It was insane to me. Um, and it, it does. I have to be honest. I'm, I'm a, a little bit on the other side of it as you guys. It tells me that they don't view him as a make-or-break totally. piece of the team. Totally. Like, I think there's a good chance he played more snaps tonight than he will in the first half of the season. Total? Yeah, I mean, eight games. If he played, what, 50, 60 snaps? 50? Some, somewhere at 50-60 range. You're talking about eight, 10 a game, 8 a game? 8 a game in those pass rush sets? I'll That'd throw, be kind I'll of I'll throw low. a pizza bet down on that. Yeah, I'd take the over. But I, I don't think it's that far off. Like, you're yeah. in that ballpark. I would say maybe and if the you first want to get him reps, uh, four easily. It's all going to depend on Randy Gregory. Yeah, yeah. And, for sure. And, and, and his health. And something that I would die for right now is a cold Breckenridge beer mm. because we are burning up in here. And I'll tell you what, it was burning up at the tailgate earlier, and the Breckenridge beers were flowing, flowing in the ice baths that they were in. People were crushing them. I mean, we had all different types of Breckenridge beers. And you can get those at the DNVR tailgate. All you can drink. And then, of course, if you aren't able to make the tailgate, you got to get yourself some Breck beers for all the preseason football that's going on because preseason football is definitely something you need to drink with. So check out breckbeer.com. Find out their Breck beer locator on their website to get beers, whether you're in Denver, whether you're around the country. Yeah, you mentioned the tailgate. Uh-huh. And my God, it was sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll be honest. I have had low expectations for just like what the vibes would be at a preseason tailgate just in the same way like if you were going to the game you have low expectations for what the vibe will be in the stadium and we took care of our part like the vibes of the tailgate were insane so many people came through um it was it felt like a regular season party there and obviously there's going to be a big jump between what this is and our actual regular season parties but like the dj set was sweet um we had the music blaring like everyone's having a good time the new cornhole boards got they were being used for every second of the entire tailgate, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the food for Mile High Sliders, 
Like, I'm hungry right now. I wish I had, like, 14 more mile-high sliders to go in on right now. Uh, And, of course, the Breck brews were great. Um, The Breck distillery whiskey that we had was great. Like, it was just – I, you know, I've been telling you guys how I'm, like, full-on football fiend right now. And this, like, put me in an incredible (laughs) place. Like, it was like Happy Gilmore closing his eyes and, like, going to the spot. That was me showing up to the tailgate today. It was awesome. So – Make sure you sign up for uh, the next tailgate. Mm-hmm. We have one more preseason, of course, and then the regular season comes around, and those tailgates are going to pop off. We can't wait to see you guys. And next preseason one, really quick, is another night game, and this one was successful, so you know that yep. one's going to be. Oof. I took a lap around the stadium, like inside the stadium, because there's nothing you can do work-wise in there. It turns out it's not like college football. You can't like take pictures and videos, and there's just nothing. Points, I took like a lap around. I was standing on a ramp, just like one of the ramps on the edge of the stadium. I could hear the music from the tailgate. Oh, maybe don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's a tailgate. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not the music from inside the stadium. That's oh. a, that's the tailgate music. Oh, that's... you know what I heard during that time? Huh. I heard your bag just sitting oh, on my, my desk. Yeah. Was it sitting there loudly? <laughs> oh, it was sitting there for so oh. long. Next time Hank's going to drop, drop his bag on your desk, if you know what I'm saying. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. While well, I'm dancing the tailgate music in the press box. <laughs> um... Also, okay, I forgot the another rookie move. Yeah. So I was, I really, I needed to make sure that I got the the music story in. That's what's most important. That's not uh, what's most important. Is it the American Raptors? That's it most is. important. There we go. Wow, baby. more important than the tailgate. Um, they've got an awesome tournament that's going on this weekend. It starts August nineteenth. It goes through the twenty first. It's out there in Glendale at Infinity Park. It is the annual Rugby Town Sevens tournament. This is the 10th year they've done it. Uh, they've got teams from all around the world. They're competing to take home a $10,000 prize. It's really great stuff. And there's a free arcade. There's food from a bunch of different food trucks. Um, and like I said, 20 teams from around the world. So go on over to the uh, Raptors website, AmericanRaptors.com, and you can pick up some free tickets. It'll be a good time. Hell yeah. Um, I know, uh, I, I, well, I haven't explained this on, on a post-game show yet, but we don't currently have a monitor, so we can't see all of your comments, but I want to I know, want to let you guys know that uh, we love seeing all the interaction in there. I'm looking over Kale's shoulder on the uh, computer. It looks like a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to get your questions read, um, especially Super Chats we'll get to in the third segment, but we'll, we'll pop into a couple other questions on there as well. Uh, before that, though, I want to do a stock report. So let's get out our uh, our box scores or rosters. That's our that's our sound effect for stock report. God, you know, that sounds like a spaceship trending down. And... That, no, it's the old little thing. Oh, those are before <laughs> my time. But I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a chi- that's a children's stock report. What is that thing? Is that is a it, to- would you call that a toy? I don't even know how you Google it. It's a noisemaker. It's a noisemaker. How do you make whoop? the sound? Whoop? How do you spell that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you make the sound whoop when you turn it upside down? What's oh that man, thing? I would I would kill to just have one of those. It's not a kazoo, but I think it's something that sounds like kazoo. I think so. If anyone knows what the <laughs> you're, you're uh, uh, <laughs> toy, it's not a toy. Shouldn't, it's a shouldn't Kale maker. know this? Kale, he is the he's like our guy. instrument guy. I'm just reading comments, trying to set them aside right now. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Can you at least think of a way to Google what's the thing that says "ooh" ooh when you put it upside down? Uh, gosh, I, I want to hear one of that. Like, I want to hear a real one really bad right now. Uh, all right, let's let's jump into the stock report. 
and go through here. I'm just going to go through. Oh, the chat got us. It's called a slide whistle. No, it's not, though. It's very similar. Oh, the slide whistle is the one that you have to pull. Yes. Mm, this one but, just but goes that's, on its own. It does make it's, a very similar sound. It does. This one you just turn. <laughs> kind of like a rain stick. Right, right, right. Mm. Love a good rain stick, too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen a rain stick in forever. <laughs> I got to get one of those. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, can, can I start off with our stock report? Ooh, yes. I mean, I guess. Two votes you, for Zach. I guess. I, I've, I've, <laughs> well, I've got to give our stock report, our first stock report to our king of the game, our DraftKings Sportsbook. Right, that's where I was going to start. King of the game starts with Josh Johnson. Number 11, JJ coming through in this game. He finishes 16 of 23 for 172 passing yards, two touchdowns, 120.2 passer rating. But what was more impressive is he finished 13 of 14 with two touchdowns. He started the first quarter really bad. Uh, three punts, I believe. And then in the second quarter, he comes out. Two touchdowns and a field goal with no time left. Really moves the ball downfield. And guys, this backup quarterback thing is done. Josh Johnson's your backup. That could have been a good um, mm-hmm. overreaction. But it's not. It's not an overreaction. Yeah, that's It's just true. a reaction. It, in, it did in, feel in that way. And, and it's crazy because it just... That's not how it has looked in camp, but it was pretty obvious. Yeah. Andrew, did you find Real out what quick. it's called? No, no, but there's a comment. Uh, oh, you're talking about a floozle droop. <laughs> <laughs> Google the floozle droop, not a real thing. <laughs> I love that you fell for it. Yeah. So good. A floozle droop. Um, one quick note on um, King of the Game. Uh, earlier tonight, Kale and I were brought back to a dark, dark time. Oh, yikes. Um, because Kale opened up the King of the Game graphic template. And, of course, it has the last one that he made in there. And Kale just looks to me and goes, bro, last king of the game from week 18 of last year was Drew Locke, who went 12 for 24, 162 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. King of the game. He did have one rushing touchdown. That uh. is so brutal in every way. And speaking of Drew Locke, he uh, went out, had two touchdowns today, uh. two fumbles, and I saw Pete Carroll's quote after the game, and it couldn't have under the been bus. more Vic Fangio-like when talking about the two quarterbacks, because they're in a quarterback debate. When talking about Geno Smith, he gave Geno, like, excuses. Like, oh, this guy should have oh. caught a pass. Geno should have been... Compare him to Tom Brady, by sh- any <laughs> Close. He's like, Geno should have been 10 for 10 or whatever it was, but these two guys let him down. And Drew Locke... Oh, uh, the offense moved the ball uh, uh, and helped him move the ball down the field. Wow. So, oh did you gosh. see what he said? Well, did you see what happened no. in the game? No, the, the fumble at the end, right? Okay, yeah. So I just heard about it. Drew has a chance. It's like one of those things uh, where the, the announcer totally jinxed him. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Drew has, gets the ball in his hands like right around the 50 with a chance to get basically get 15 yards and win the game yeah uh with a little over a minute left and like the announcer's like and here comes drew lock with a chance to lock up a win and, like within <laughs> seconds he just gets smashed from behind oh, fumbles no. it can he pick it uh, did you see that no uh walk off touchdown wow yeah like they could have kicked a field goal but they decided to throw one more pass and he throws like a little out route it's baller um and they turn up field and score with like two seconds left was it in pittsburgh I don't know. Good question. Okay. I think so. Yes. At, I learned how to say this today. Acrishore? There you go. There you go. This whole time I thought it was a Kreischer. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. It was a crisis for Drew. Back to the Broncos. Um, 
the yeah so the uh we're, we've got out of the dark ages with yes. that one. i don't think we're gonna goodness. see any king of the games Thank with 12 goodness. completions this year no um all right moving on in well, the stock report this king of the game had 13 completions so there you go wow. no 16 Six, yeah yep yeah. uh 13 in a row at one point yeah exactly um stock report brett rippon down yeah yeah it's down but it's mostly because of josh johnson yeah, but he didn't look great. I mean, no, he bit like I, I'm realizing now going through my head in camp, he throws one really good thing mm. and it's the nine round. Yeah. And he's actually really good at it. Like he hit two of them tonight, uh, at least. And it's it's nice to see those. But like in a camp, those really stand out. Right. Oh, big play, flash play. Mm-hmm. Um, but he struggled with a lot of the stuff, especially when they heated him up in the pocket. Um, like the one that he missed Trey Quinn and it was like almost a diving interception. Trey Quinn is coming out of his break on a corner route and he is walking into the end zone. If you lead him on that throw, but Brett is like kind of off his back foot, just a hair Mm -hmm. and throws it six yards short of where it needed to be. Uh, And it's just like one of the, it it just, he needed to show out, especially against lower competition. And, uh, and he didn't do great. I mean, speaking of Drew Locke, they, the backup quarterback competition is exactly like last year's starting quarterback yeah. competition. <laughs> Brett <is>. Rippon <laughs> does one thing that has been really good this training camp is the deep ball. Drew yeah. Locke would flash with his plays in training yeah. camp last year. But just like Drew last year, Brett has to be so much better than Josh Johnson to take over this job. And with the way tonight went... No, this is Josh Johnson's job. Yeah, 8 for 18 for Brett. That looks bad on the stats. And zero points. Yeah. Zero yep. points. Yep. At 17 and a half with the, yeah. with the did Josh. Have the, almost, uh, he almost started off with a 99-yard touchdown he drive. He did. He did. But even then, back-to-back interceptable balls on third and fourth down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Ex- they were both just late. Yep. Or I guess the third down one, no, that wasn't, in a, that wasn't a near pick. That was the one that he threw behind... Uh, whoever the running back was at the time, um, <laughs> and he just missed him. Um, but back to back late throws that cost them points, and it was just like things like that built up. All right, um, let's move on. Can I just say all running back stock down? Yep, hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, no one even, no one even had a a play where I said, "Oh, nice play." Nope. Nope, Josh Johnson's run was oh. maybe the best. <laughs> yes. Jaquan Hardy came so close to having one on that screen pass, then for some reason just took a hard right yeah. turn. And you're just like, well, wait, why didn't you just go to the end zone? His blockers go on left with two <laughs> big guys blocking two small guys, and he just dips to the right to go out of bounds. It's like, okay, we're just taking a hard yeah. right turn yeah. right here? Yeah. Like, okay. That's bad vision. That's tough. All right, let's go through some more offensive players here with receivers. Uh, Jalen Virgil. Up, up, yeah. Pretty much every wide receiver up. Brandon Johnson stock up. up. Kendall Hinton stock up. up. Seth Williams. We didn't talk a lot about his touchdown in the first uh, segment. That was like that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, just all sides of the play: the design, the throw, the jump, the catch, the hold on to it as mm-hmm. he hits the ground. Like ten out of ten play. Yep, yep. yep. It, it was really good, and it was good to see him step up because if anyone's going to be the Tim Patrick size replacement, yep. it's him. Totally. Uh, I'll actually give one stock down, Travis Fulgham. He was kind of trending up, I thought, over the last week. And one catch for 11 today. Um, He had another one where he was targeted, I remember. 
Um, I think it was a deep ball that just wasn't there. Um, but other than that, I didn't think he stood out at all. One more guy that really stood out from the wide receiver room, but not necessarily for his receiving abilities, is Montra Washington. Boy, yes. is it nice and refreshing to see a punt returner because he's going to do that against the starters too. We saw him take an 18-yard return at first, and it honestly, he makes it so easy. It's like, dang, yeah. that was a nice 10-yard return. Then you're like, oh, shit. That was 18 yards. Yeah. Really impressive. And then the next one for 27 yards, and he's just slippery as a returner, and that's what the great ones have. And it never at one point mm -hmm. was I like, no, what are you doing, Montreal? Like he starts off yeah. by running five yards backward, uh, or he, you know, he bobbles the ball. No, I was felt comfortable with him the whole time. Yep, totally. Special teams wise, Carlos Waitman had the 34 yard punt to the 21. Yeah, and that's that's the those are the things you can't do as a punter, especially because yep. Sam Martin had an absolute boom at mm -hmm. one point. Yep, yep. I believe fifty-two yarder on his first one. Yep, fifty-two and forty-nine on his two punts. <sighs> Tough day for the Corliss crew. Yeah, it is. You're gonna be waiting a while. I don't think so though. They're they're not gonna end this thing prematurely. No, no, no. they won't. So they're gonna be waiting a while. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, anyone else here? I'm just looking to see if there's anyone else that needed to be we going trending noted up right on, now? on the offense. Eric Tomlinson, of course, stock way up. Yep. Mm. Um, he caught a football. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Great route, too. Just sat right there in the middle of that yep. zone. Turned, ran. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love I love Eric Tomlinson. How about this? Game management going up, trending in the right direction. At the end of the first half, after Baron Browning had a sack, Nathaniel Hackett quickly called a timeout, which then allowed the Broncos uh, to get time at the end of the first half mm -hmm. in order to make that that trip down the field in order to get a field goal. Uh, Nathaniel Our Hackett bar is was, so low. Nathaniel, yes, <laughs> exactly. Nathaniel Hackett was talking about it after the game, and he said that's exactly what we're going to we're going to steal possessions anytime we can. And I love that. Uh, oh, yeah. because what a concept. What a, it, it for Denver it has. I know, been. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mostly making that an indictment of the previous coaching staff. Yeah. Totally. Stats. And it's like, can we even call that stock up? Like a young, smart coach? Like yes, it that's is expected because, of him. because yeah. the game management was low. Yeah. So that stock yeah. is going up. Yeah. It's trending up. Uh, all right, let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. Um, and we're doing up and down for defense. Yes. Okay. Uh, where to start here? Let's We've already mentioned ba uh, Baron Browning. Obviously, his stock uh, is going up. I'm also going to go stock up for P.J. Locke. I absolutely mm -hmm. loved what I saw from P.J. on that interception. Not just that he made a play on the interception, but that the he the, the read was fantastic yeah. because he situational awareness, too. He knew exactly where the sticks were, and he knew that this wide receiver was going short. I mean, before the quarterback threw the ball, he was already in position, just waiting for the ball mm -hmm. to be there. How many times do we see, whether it's third, fourth down, and it's third and one, fourth and one, and the guy's playing three yards off the line of scrimmage, and then he goes back six yards, and it's like, dude, they're going to the throw hell? it yeah. two yards, and now you gave him six-yard cushion. No, yep. P.J. Locke did not do that. He's just continued to ball, and I love seeing it in a game. And he, gonna... he went on KOA afterward, too, and and said, yep, we knew what play was coming. Susie Wardron was like, yeah, I was standing behind Justin Simmons on the sideline. He was just yelling, read him like a book, read him like a book, because they knew that that was exactly the play that they were going to run. Took it away. Like, that's, that's why you watch you film it. before you play teams. Yeah, Kyle. Again, another uh, just novel concept. Um, speaking of just like aware, great awareness, understanding plays, understanding things. Uh, with Kale as my witness, right before they snapped the ball, I said, watch the slot out. 
and uh, that's what they ran, and they picked it off. So can you know. confirm. He thank, did you, say thank, that. You, thank you, thank wow. you. Wow, it was a little Tony Romo moment for me. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, you're so true, Zach. So many times you can feel that coming, and then it's just there because they're like afraid to get beat deeper, whatever it is. Like you, you, you give that extra cushion. Yeah. Um, I think back to, man, was it two playoffs ago? Maybe even more than that, where. Patrick Mahomes got injured in a playoff game, and so they had the backup in, like Chad Henney. Yeah. And they went for it on that fourth down yep. to seal the game, and it was like, how are you not thinking the play right yep. at the sticks? Yep. It's almost the same exact play. Yep. Um, so, great job by PJ. Um, Justin Sternad, I thought he was impressive. Um, he got washed out a couple times in the run game, which is like his weakness right mm-hmm. um it's the one thing that popped up so much in that in that browns game but other than that i thought he was really really good in the open field um he had three or four great open field tackles um there was one on a screen where like he was the only one there uh, he's the only person who didn't get blocked and if he doesn't make that play that 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 screen is breaking off big he made that one um there was like a little zig route that he uh on the back side of a play action fake where he was like originally beat but caught up uh, got the ankles to stop the guy from getting a first down. So I thought his stock was up. And, you know, this is a guy who played a lot tonight. And I think it was one of those opportunities where the coach was like, hey, you're going to get a lot of snaps tonight. Like, what do you got? Uh, and I thought he showed out pretty well. Second most tackles. Yep. Matt Henningsen also yes. had another really good game. He, he, I mean, he's a guy that really helped P.J. Locke get that interception because yep. he was in the backfield right away. Now, he did go unblocked. So it was still a good job of pursuit from him. And this guy's had a fantastic past week. He's done great in practices mm-hmm. and now performing again. He's a guy that we didn't have him originally when we did this two weeks ago or three weeks ago, mm, making the roster. He's a guy this. that's now sliding up in there. He's Yeah, he might be in. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he'll maybe probably a be that left. like inactive guy. You yeah. know, makes the roster and is inactive on yeah. most Sundays as mm-hmm. long as they're healthy. Um, but wow. To go from, I'm telling you, if you would have asked me after the first week of camp, like, what do you think of Matt Henningsen? I would have said, I have not seen him do a single thing. And now, over the last week and a half... He's choking you up. I'm I'm bringing tears to my eyes. No, it's it's been really awesome to see him just blossom out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And making, you know, TFLs uh, in practice, sacks, pressures, and then to see it come out on the field for him today was cool to see yeah i mean his stock is just <clears throat> shooting to the moon right now they could have given him the... he's like an astrophysicist oh, oh yeah. that was yeah, a yeah, big yeah. stretch Hending, yeah, Hending's, yeah that, uh but yeah i mean minute left kongbo gets credit for the sack but he was right there too they maybe <sighs> should have split that one he couldn't really handle the uh the moves of Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci had some shifty plays. <laughs> there was he almost had a sack yeah. like two plays before yeah, exactly. where DiNucci yeah. just shook him. Yep. Yep. Man, the way Ben throws that ball is something. It's kind of <laughs> sick. <laughs> it's like that one deep ball he had up the right side over Fayon Hicks. I was like, oh man, the way he like he made it look so effortless. Yeah, yeah. Would like you trade Jamar Johnson, Josh Johnson for him? No. No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> just just want to make sure we're not getting crazy. Our oh. decision making trending up. With yes, Alex Singleton stood out to me, um, and he only ends up with four tackles. Like it wasn't, you know, that's his thing is he tackles people. Yeah, um, but he was really disruptive and just involved in damn near every play when he was on the field. Um, there was one early where like you would never notice this if they didn't show the perfect angle of it on the broadcast, but he gets his hands up on a blitz right and just forces the quarterback. 
uh, at the time Cooper Rush to throw it a little bit higher to try and get it over him. And because of that, it's an incomplete pass. Mm -hmm. Like they threw it out of bounds. And it's just one of those little things where it's just like, oh, like great awareness, get up, force the quarterback to change his delivery just a little bit. Now you get an incomplete pass for it. No one necessarily gets credit for anything there. You know, it's just a standard incomplete pass. But he makes that play. Um, there was the um, quarterback scramble um, yeah. where it looked like there was no one there to stop Cooper Rush. Bang. Out of nowhere, Singleton comes off his uh, coverage and just comes in, bang, right, wrangles him right there. So um, he is – he makes me feel comfortable about the linebacker yeah. position if you have to, you know, play him in those first couple of weeks. Totally. Well, he's and, very productive mm-hmm. when he's played real – plays too the past two years exactly he only got four tackles but he didn't even play the whole first half like he would have had 10 yep he's a machine trending up and down at the same time michael oj mudia and it's kind of just how his year's been he was trending so far up i mean trending up more than anyone on the team in the off season and then training camp has been a little tough on him this game was the same way he started off really hot he made a great break on the ball to get a PBU, almost a pick six earlier in the game. A post. And, 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 Tough yeah, to cover. Yeah, and then later he gets a pass interference. Then he gives up a long third and 12 for a first down. And then he gets evaluated for a concussion. Good thing he does not have a concussion. But, I mean, just a roller coaster. Right? You see it, but the consistency just isn't there. And that's what you need as a cornerback. Like, that's what – Consistency. That's the point. Yeah. It's like, but if you so leave guys all alone on third down, level. it's like, we can't do this. Yeah. Right. It doesn't work. I don't know how how to put this other than he's not in my trust circle and he's not even close to being in it. Like I when I see him on the field, I worry mm-hmm. that he's going to get beat. And I think he's got a long ways to go before he's a guy you can count on. Um the problem is the Broncos don't have that many options of other guys that they can count on in front of him. Yeah. No, exactly. And so he's he's someone that I would not be surprised if we see play a lot in order to get just more snaps, kind of like we saw with Baron Browning. Okay, you, you got to play mm-hmm. in order to get better. I'm looking through here. No one else um, necessarily uh, stood out to me one way or the other. Um, obviously, we can talk about, like, you know, Aaron, the Aaron Patricks of the world. But I don't – is there anyone that we haven't touched on that you guys think, you know, uh, needed to be mentioned here? That their no. stock was – oh, Nick Benito. Stock up or stock down? Uh, down, yeah. in my opinion, because what I say, consistency is what we need to see, and I didn't see him tonight. So here's my Nick Benito theory. When he was out there early in the game, I thought he looked really good. And I think once he was out there with, like, the threes, he was playing outside of himself, trying really – he really wanted to make plays. You know, he you actually tweeted it. You said it's time for Nick Benito to shine or something like that, and I think he read that tweet – and it was like, Zach's right. I do got to go out here and shine. <laughs> and because of it, he kept, like, overextending himself a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, cardinal sin of being an edge guy. He spins inside on an outside run to his side of the field. Right. And it's like, you literally just gave them, like, at least five yards. Yeah. There was um, a play action where yep. he just, like, ran right through the tackle. Like, pushed him back three yards, tackled the running back who didn't have the ball. And you're just like, wow, you're so talented. But... What the hell was that? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, why did you use was, your talent that way? I think it was more so the tackle and the running back are like, dude, come on. The ball is like <laughs> yeah, 25 yeah. yards away and you're tackling us to the ground right now. Yeah, so I just, I think he really, like, he really wanted to make plays later in the game. 
and it didn't help him in any way. Yeah, and hopefully we Jumping see off, it. You cannot yeah. jump off sides on third and 15. No, 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 I, I completely agree. Uh, and that's something where I need to see it in the game or I need to see it in, you know, the, these next few practices. I need to see consistency because we know the talent's there from the tape, from being a second-round pick, and then from what we saw against the Cowboys uh, in joint practices. But that's really only – he's only had one day. Yeah, I don't know if they've talked about, like, this at all. But I kind of imagine him being used in the quote-unquote NASCAR package if they were to have one. You know, it's like Shane Ray as a rookie, although he played a lot more. But, like, his main thing was like, okay, well, we already have Vaughn and Demarcus and Shaq Barrett. But, like, let's create this fun formation that just gives you so much pass rushing ability. And I think there's a scenario where maybe you even see, like, a Nick Benito, Baron Browning, Bradley Chubb package. Um, that's just in there for potentially a third and 15. Although if you can't trust them to not jump off sides, maybe not, <laughs> but you're just like, let's bring so much speed yeah. uh, and try and overwhelm the offense. Yeah, absolutely. And that'd be fun. Throw Randy Gregory in there in the mix, hopefully at some point in the season. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think, uh, J.R. Reed, I had him with a pass breakup on third down and a pass breakup, uh, on a fourth down as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, there you go. He uh, he looks solid. Yeah, another guy that you're like, yeah. If you had to play, like, oh, it wouldn't be panic. Yep. yep. Nope. Nope. And he just could end up being cut from a number standpoint, totally. Not yep. because he can't play or trade yep. it for a seventh or something. All right. Anyone else? Uh, no. But I do know what's trending up is DraftKings Sportsbook because they're trending up the amount of money that you can get. If you sign up right now, you will get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That means if you lay down $1,000... On the under, like I told you to. There we go. Or on the Broncos to cover the spread or when you're bringing home the cash. Let's say you went with the Cowboys. Well, they're going to give you a risk-free bet back up to the amount of money that you bet in order to try to win that back. That's an awesome thing about that first risk-free bet. You can do it for 10 bucks, you can do it for 100, you can do it for 1000, and they'll just give you that money back and a free bet to try to win that money back. And that's so cool, especially heading into football season. I am so pumped, guys, for football season to get going. And it's already got going over on DNVR bets with preseason you guys handing out winning bets. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR to get the risk-free bet up to $1000. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Quick betting note. Sometimes the book just knows. Like, you know, a lot of the conversation at the tailgate, at least the betting conversation, was like, Broncos are five-point favorites? Like, what's going on here? Doesn't that seem aggressive for a preseason game? Like, they were the heaviest favorites of the weekend, I think, mm-hmm. um, from, in, uh, from a preseason standpoint. It's just like, yeah, like Vegas just knew that, you know, uh, the Broncos are way better than the Cowboys when it comes to their backups. What but, they didn't know, yeah, though, yeah, yeah, the over hit on the first eight preseason games by an average of 10 points. Wow. <laughs> they were off by an average of 10 points on those first eight lines. And that then they've crazy. obviously readjusted everything, but... So Henry put his life savings into the over in the Broncos game. No, I put it on the Broncos to win, and look where I am now. That makes it more of a flex for me that I was telling everyone to take the under at the tailgate. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, also, Athletic Greens. Yeah. Uh, that's a great way to, to pick you up wherever you are. Actually, that might be a good move for me because I got, I got to write when this is over. 
Maybe get a little athletic greens going because you don't want to have like coffee. That's mm. a bad idea. Or Red Bull, another That's bad a worse idea. idea. Yeah, much worse. But like a, a nice little athletic greens get you get you going. Get some nutrients. I will I was say eating those like pretzels and hot dogs and stuff. I yeah. I was pretty hungover this morning, and athletic greens helps with that as well. Mm, uh, it yeah. just gives you a nice little boost in the morning. Also, shout out to Nashville Bronco mm-hmm. Joey, Joey had us out uh, for the Scotty McCree show yesterday and it's always a ball like we had so much fun um zach notably not present you know whatever tough wow. scene um but we were able to you know persevere through yep, without yep, you being yep, there and yep. just trolled me a, a little yeah trolled you yep. a little bit I had a blast i actually got to go on the tour bus for the first time um, which was pretty sick and we'd, we were we were just hanging out with those guys all night like 10 out of 10 man uh, and then athletic greens uh uh you know took care of me this morning i can't wait for him to show us nashville yeah oh yeah, yeah that's hopefully right. you get invited <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah uh adaptogens oh uh, yeah we love yeah this. so go on over to athleticgreens.com slash a new thing i just remembered and you can get five free travel packs what is it well, I'm going to keep talking while I look. Okay. Yeah. Five free travel packs, some immune-supporting vitamin D. And that's what happens if you go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. That one didn't change. That didn't change. Nope. Nope. Standard. Still athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. Standard operating procedure. Something recently changed in one of these, though. All right. Makes me a little paranoid. All right. Uh, let's hit some Super Chats here. Kale, what do we got for us? Super Chats. First one coming in from Mike. Mike. Booner. Oh, <laughs> just for the London funding. Um, he sent in another one that said, "Which bubble player secured a roster spot tonight with their performance?" DNVR is number one. So like Matt Henningsen. Okay, yeah, it's a good one. It's like Kendall Hinton is now sharpied in. There was probably he was probably on, but sharp. We're going sharpie. Uh, I'm sharp- sharpied. I'm sharpie with Kendall Hinton. As much as I want to be. Still no. Mm. Sharpie is serious. Yeah, Sharpie is serious. Wow. We don't take Sharpie lightly around here. That's a di- that's a diamond ring. You're not <laughs> I... taking that puppy back when you put it on. <laughs> I like that. Then you'd have to cross it out. I, I would say it's it's very close. I okay. think so too. Yeah. Ninety nine percent. And Matt Henning said, "I'm not ready to go Sharpie." Oh, uh, no. I, I really like what he's doing. No, not right? but to the question of who was on the bubble who earned a roster spot tonight. I would say mm. if if. There was a, a rankings board that was ever-changing. Mm-hmm. Tonight, before the, it started, Matt Henningsen was outside of the 53, and I think he trended up into the 53 tonight. But I like it. that doesn't mean he's there for good. Yep. He could trend yep. back. Yep, yep, I like it. And great question. And good would, for Matt Henningsen. Yeah. Like, if the NFL wants to find ways to make themselves just even more money, that. The 53 board that just changes, like, it's like it's almost like live odds for, like, DraftKings. Yep. Yeah. But, like, Matt Henningsen makes oh, a play, wow. and he, like, moves up to 53, and, like, everyone's like, oh, he's on, he's on. We should do it. Uh, that's going to cost a lot. Could but, you uh, imagine if it's in the building, though? Like, it's no, actually... No, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like Hunger yeah, yeah, Games yeah, type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. wow. That would be so good. <laughs> Some GM's going to try that someday. I don't think so. Unless they're forced to Hundreds the of years down the road. Maybe No, sure. I mean, as, like, a, a motivational tactic. Yeah. Every player on the team is yeah. ranked from 1 to 90. <laughs> wow. Speaking of which, first cut's coming this week. Oh. Five players got to go. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? Uh, 
Coming in from G Vega. Did Josh Johnson cook meth tonight? Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> a lot of people wanted to know what Josh cooked. Oh. Josh Johnson in Sharpie? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Okay, I think so. I think he was always in Sharpie, to be honest. <sighs> yes. Um, what did Josh cook tonight? Boy. So, what's something that starts terrible and finishes amazing? Mm. Ooh, like a crab, because you gotta like crack it open and. Oh my god! Great one. Yeah, that is good. There is. I like legitimately <laughs> loathe having to crack crabs. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my least favorite things about I, like a, a I, nice meal. I'm never unhappy while I'm doing it because I know I'm about to have crab. Wow, that's a great. Uh, but you are. <laughs> you're like the. You're like you're the person who loves the the first part of the road trip. Because it's like, hey, oh. I know we're we're going somewhere dope. <laughs> yes. Like I'm not gonna complain. Yes. But then the, the ride back, back is yeah. rough. It actually is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, crab is a big word though. It's not. It's not like it's king crab. Legs. No, he he served up some king crab legs. Oh, <laughs> he was good. But I mean, I, what more could you ask for him? The numbers he put up in half a game, sure. He 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 did crab. It's well, not king crab. It's snow crab. What more could you have asked for? Exactly. His first quarter was terrible. Yep. True. Just like when you have like that, yeah. prickly <laughs> crab claws <laughs> that is true. digging into your hand while you're trying to use some tool yeah. that doesn't even seem like it's that well built to try and crack it open. Yeah. Great, Great one, Hank. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to Lucky Charms, but this time it's with heavy cream. So it's just even better at the end. What? Wow. Yeah. I would never yeah. consider yeah. that. Yeah. You yeah. have had heavy cream with your cereal? No, I haven't, but I'm uh, just imagining what it would be like. You how know, often do extra, you imagine that? Extra better. Just I, delicious, thick, heavy cream at the end. Why wouldn't you? You're so weird. <laughs> why wouldn't you try it if you think it sounds so good? Well, because in my head it sounds better than it probably is. Mm, you could make like Lucky Charms whipped cream. If you got like a whipper out after that, that would be good. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> okay, we need to end this so I can go to my dessert. Yeah. Oh, what are you having for dessert? Probably ice cream. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, to me, I got some and water. This oh, might be, is this a hot yeah. take? If I'm ranking desserts, ice cream is number one, and yeah. then there's like. 400 empty spots before you. Get what to about anything ice cream in my cake? club? That's not a hot take. <laughs> we're right there. Ice cream cake. No. No. Um, well, in so in my world, ice cream cake is just ice cream. There's no cake with the, it. But maybe like it's a layer just, of Oreo in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no, yeah. In, in, in Oreo crust. So my oh. mom does in the crust. It's just butter and Oreos. That's fire. Like yeah. I love I love other desserts, but having like you have like a hot meal, maybe some spicy food, and then having ice cream after yep. it, just nothing can even yep. touch it. When someone makes a pie and they also have ice cream with it. I always get the smallest piece of pie because I feel so disrespectful being like, no, I'll just have the store-bought ice cream, uh, not your homemade dryers. pie. Right? <laughs> but, and then you just kind of you, you cut the pie ups and you move it around so it looks like you ate it. Then you just wow. eat the ice cream. Well, I mean, I'm still eating the pie for sure, but I'm getting, I'm making sure I have a scoop of ice cream with every bite. Damn, All right. some ice cream. All right, three more. Uh, number of wide receivers to make the roster. Who all makes it from Jake Rogers? I'm going with six right now. I feel good about Jake six. Rogers. <laughs> What's up, bud? <laughs> He's trying to see if he can get a roster. <laughs> You're going six? Yeah. And if I had to pick them right now, I say I mean, Jerry, Cortland, KJ, Kendall Hinton, uh, Montrell. So there's one more. 
Um, you lean specialty. I'll say it's still Seth Williams. I think it's a good guess. Yep, I like that. Yep, I like it. I'd like to squeeze Jalen Virgil on there. I, he's ma- he just keeps making plays where I'm like, oh, he's Practice actually squad. a guy. Yeah. Practice squad trade. Could be. Could be. Uh, he's gonna have to keep doing stuff. By the way, I was Trinity Benson like. Not a starter for the Lions. I'm shocked. Let's see what's I, up I with just, Trinity Benson. He had a couple catches yesterday. Oh, good for him. Watching, great watching. great for go. him. Yeah. Great for him. What else? All right. Coming in from Mike Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos defense is legit as F. Browning is the star in the making. Our play calling was on point. New owner, new coach, new QB. Our future is bright. Hell yeah. There Love we go. It. I, I just... I was excited by some things that Baron Browning did too, but I'm like feeling the opposite of everyone else tonight. About BB? Yeah, I'm just like, they just told me he was dispensable essentially by leaving him out there for the whole game. Yeah, or he kind of is. He kind of is in a weird, like, luxurious way. Yeah. You have so much depth. Oh, that no, position. we have to play Nick Benito. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, just not against the run, please. Yeah, no. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it is interesting with him. I'm curious what they do moving forward. Do they continue to give him this treatment? Also, Jonas, does, does that inspire any move back to inside? I don't think so, but... That you would gotta, be the wrong decision. Then. Yes. Yeah. You got to put him somewhere and let him figure out what he's doing. That would so I, be Demarcus Walker. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. I'll never forget when Demarcus Walker had to gain a bunch of weight. <laughs> yeah. That's the funny. Like, there's some funny training camp narratives that like get like we see the lost weight one all all the time. But when you get the this guy gained a bunch of weight one, it's like and it's a good thing <laughs> narrative. Right, right, right. Like I legitimately remember him being like, "Yeah, just like mama's fried chicken." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crushing that all off season. I was like, I can't believe we're saying this is good. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> And then on brand, two food-related ones coming in to wrap us up from Jacob Weddle. The fudge strip in a DQ ice cream cake is almost untouched. That's actually the ice cream cake I was thinking of. So I've got these coupons on Uber Eats. It's 40% off, but you have to spend at least $25. And sometimes when you're just like, (laughs) not now. But tips. Nah, uh, but then you uh, you have to like get like a milkshake or something, but that's not twenty five dollars. Those cakes are thirty three dollars. There you go. And so it's kind of perfect. Yeah, I haven't pulled the trigger, but one of these days. I can't say I'm familiar with the fudge strip in the uh, DQ ice cream cake. I can say I'm very familiar. Yeah. During my time working at Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I didn't know I've that. Made many of these. What was your best oh. blizzard that you made? Like um, when you were getting crazy. Cotton candy one. Oh, come on, come on! That's the best Blizzard out there. You go extra cream, extra cotton candy pieces. Big cream day. (laughs) (laughs) Heavy cream trending up. (laughs) Oh, okay. And then lastly, coming in, great to see football in any capacity today. Mm. Also, just thought I'd point out there were like forty Chick Fil A bags in the performance nutrition room in the new locker room post game. Nice performance and nutrition. Nothing screams that like some Chick Fil A. I'll never. Is that a big super chat, Kale? That was uh, ten bucks. Okay, a little ten piece. I, th- I thought I saw an extra zero. Though. Oh wow! Uh, we still appreciate it. A ten piece, <laughs> ten piece chicken nuts yes. from uh, uh, from Chick Fil A. I'll never understand the food that they eat. No. I mean, billions but served. Yes, that's what I. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Billions of dollars in the organization. You just feel like every meal would be completely perfectly curated yeah. to every single player's exact <laughs> macros. You would. Yep. yep. No, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Donuts in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Chick-fil-A is just for like the guys who are going to get cut. 
like wow. we joke and and it's kind of become um, a meme that Nathan McKinnon is like really strict about what the players eat. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. 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 Like, and I'm happy that Nathan McKinnon did that for the apps. Like, some of the stuff is, like, kind of funny. Like, oh, he wants chickpea pasta instead of regular pasta. Like, oh, maybe that's a little extreme. But, like, <laughs> would I be – I would have zero negative feelings if I found out that Russell Wilson, like, walked into the locker room and was like, get those donuts out of here. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Like, yeah. that's totally fair in my yep. opinion. Well, and see, Vaughn did that for himself. He was super healthy himself, um, but he didn't force that on other people. Yeah, he did. Like I think Shane Ray at one point was like using his nutritionist and stuff like that. And like, of course, they have nutritionists on the staff. Yeah, but Chick Fil A. Yeah, this they have. By the way, Chick Fil A is amazing. It is. It is. (laughs) But the sauce has like seven hundred calories. You would know. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bad idea. One of the things classic. It's every game. One of the things that grosses my girlfriend out the most is there's one of my friends once ate a thing of Chick-fil-A sauce just straight, and now she can never think of Chick-fil-A sauce. She thought it was the grossest thing in the world. Huh. She can't even think about it. So anytime, so here's when it really comes up, is do you ever ever, uh, get your mouth nice and fresh by just putting a little bit of toothpaste in it? No, dude, that's what mouthwash is for. You don't? No, I just take a little spink, and she's like, oh, that looks like Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> but it just, then you kind of coat your mouth with it. Oh, my no? God. No. No? No? Uh, I've done, the only time I've ever done that before is when I was on a trip and brought toothpaste and just forgot a toothbrush. Uh, oh, right. yeah. You know, do, like you, you gotta clean get with some... the finger or the tongue? Uh, <laughs> pause right there. Um, yeah, no, I just go, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, late. Yeah, we're, we've gone, we're almost to midnight, yeah, so this is all everything that's happening right now makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only use toothpaste with a toothbrush, that's my rule. Makes sense. Dieting trick will end here. Oh, um. If you are like me and after every meal want ice cream, yeah, um, but you're on a diet so you can't eat, do that, if you have mouthwash, you will not want food anymore. Uh, <laughs> and it gets the, you know, the... Yeah, the, you get the little the, sweetness. The, yeah, the dinner taste out of your mouth. Yeah. And you're not like craving chocolate or anything after you have mouthwash in your mouth. Huh, that's a good point. There you go. Smart. Wow. Good stuff. Uh, oh, actually, final thing. Did your feelings about the Broncos on a grand scale change at all tonight? I was hoping for a little more, like, another an altercation. I wanted to see, like, the meanness of that defense really come through one more time. And I guess, like, even a couple more big hits might have done it. Um, yeah. But again, like, these are these are the twos. That's as close as I can get, and, and I, no I have to say no. Playing. Yeah, no, no one was playing that brings the mean exactly uh, to, tonight. But that that's fair. You, you wanted to see that. I feel a little better because of the coaching staff. They yep. they showed that they were competent tonight. I thought I, that was okay. going to be my main thing. Is uh, like I told you, my positive overreaction was all about Nathaniel Hackett playing, calling, and designing plays. Um, there were a couple, like there one in particular. I think of where it's like the outside zone run one way, which means that you typically leave the end over here unblocked on the backside and it's an RPO though. And so he can just hit the guy out there or he can hand it off. And what happened was the guy just came clean right in the quarterback's face and he's tried to throw it. And so there are like one or two of those. You're like, that play is going to be changed or taken out. But I mean, it's a lot better than not trying anything. 
yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think of the wealth of knowledge that Nathaniel yeah. Hackett has about offensive football. Um, listening to the Pardon My Take interview in there, he's talking about his first two years on the job uh, or as an intern. He's like, yeah, I think I drew up 16,000 passing plays during that. Like, he had a straight-up number on it. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. 16,000 8,000 a year. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Nice. Um, Figure out which ones work. So I'm really excited to see what what he does with this offense. Mm-hmm. That's my big thing coming away from tonight. And I do feel good about the competency of the staff. Or better, just because now you've seen him in a game, there wasn't like they felt like they were in control the yeah, whole time. Didn't look confused on the side. <laughs> no confused look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have told Nathaniel Hackett that at the combine. <laughs> There's one thing to avoid, like the plague. It is looking confused on the sidelines. Fans hate that. Yes, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that is going to wrap it up for us. Before midnight. Maybe not. Oh, one oh. came in right under the buzzer. Can we take a shot for the big win? Yes, you can. It's time to get this season <laughs> You have our permission. <laughs> our bar is... is- uh, not ready yet, sadly. Yeah, so we, don't, sad. we don't have a stash for it. But as Hank said, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you take one in our. You take one for each of us. Too. There we go. Counting yeah, kale. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and one for every Cowboys penalty. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> don't do that. Did you see the guy water. on Twitter last week? Just took fifty tequila shots. Guy bet him a thousand dollars. He couldn't do it, Dude, and he just had to go bang, bang, just a thousand bang, bang. bucks for that. He yeah, he spent the he spent the whole next day in the hospital. How much do you think the hospital bill was? More, More than, than a thousand. That. More oh, than a thousand. There's gosh. no scenario where you do that and don't end up in the hospital. That happens. Yeah. That, like so, you can't. Like, prepare. If you're gonna do that, you have to say hospital bill plus a thousand. You said like, 50? 50. Yeah. All right. Well, selection. we're not going to do that tonight. Definitely Take not. Take shots in our honor you or don't do we'll, that we'll remind us of that after the first regular season win or the next win when we have mm-hmm. a bar. And we'll, uh, we'll make good on that promise. There we go. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. Those always uh, really help us out. Uh, this has been fun. It is late. We're going to bed. <laughs>